Welcome to episode number 95 of the Dare to Dream podcast. My name is Vincent Van Patten, and this is a podcast that challenges you to embark on the adventure of your life. Today is going to be a solo episode, so just me from my apartment in Osaka, Japan. And I want to talk about just some vulnerabilities, some of the things that I've been facing and thinking about um, during my first month and a half here. So I'm going to read partially from a story that I've been working on and partially just off the cuff. So it's all coming from the heart and hope you enjoy the episode. Down below, in Osaka's bustling Umeda district, life flows forward like it always has. But now I'm here watching it, in a position that I've dreamed of for years. I'm in Japan, and I'm going room to room at the most prestigious location of the Foreign Language Institute which I work for, our Umeda school. It's glitzy, polished, beautiful office, and I'm going room to room, refilling tissue boxes. It's part of the job and I really don't mind tasks like this and somebody has to do it, so might as well be me. In one of the classrooms, I stop to look out of the window. Way out in the distance, I view the mountains which surround Osaka and it can all mean nothing, just endless earth from here to there. Or it can mean everything, endless life to be lived. I watch the massive Ferris wheel turning ever so slowly. I think about how it would be a cool spot for a James Bond battle scene, just battling on the top of the Ferris wheel, things exploding. Downtown Osaka, be sweet. The reflection gleams off of the adjacent buildings, and I think about how much is happening in the world at once. This is a thought that I have from time to time, just about how in just moments around the world, these people just like you and me are having their little individual experiences of life. And right here, right now, on the other side of the world, you know, it's dark. People are sleeping. Here in Osaka, the world is light and life is turning on. And this thought is really, just blows my mind. So I watch a plane soar through the Osaka skyline and its shadow drifts upon the city in its wake. Countless people cross the street, take out the trash over there, sit in a park over there. And then there's me. Looking upon all of this, plunging deeper into my own thoughts in this silent room. When alone in nature, you feel small, yet important in some way. You're part of something, a family that is the forests, the sea, the mountains. And if they could be so beautiful, so natural and serene, so can you. In a city, you draw from its well of energy. You feel small too but not really compared to something that's grandiose, but rather to the endlessly passing faces that seem just like faces, but are so much more. You might realize that there are endless people, yet they're just like you and me, with the ability to dive deeper and deeper into this river of thought that's individual, unique, yet feeds a greater ocean of possibility. There has to be a reason to that, how we've all been gifted this thing called life, and it may feel like we're alone because often we are, like I am in this room, but we're not. We all grapple with the same daily trifles and thoughts and worries. And they vary and change, of course, between each of us, but we all deal with something. It's nothing new. People throughout history have battled and wondered just as we do now. And what I believe differentiates the individuals from the masses is not those who try to stand out for its own sake, 
kind of making everybody else below them. It's those that stand out through connection by hitting on something intrinsic, which is our longing to understand our time on earth and embracing it in a way that speaks to the universal spirit. Shared pain that could be overcome. Shared love spread in the most trivial of ways. Shared striving to be what we're meant to be. Shared discovery by living every day as if it truly matters. We worry about our lives and obviously there's no shortage of things to worry about. We all feel pain and we want to lessen that pain and we struggle to figure out what we're supposed to do, where we're meant to go, how to give meaning to the meaningless, how to make the struggle lessen in ourselves, which in turn helps others. Well, perhaps it's the opposite, how to make the struggle lessen in others, which in turn lessens it in ourselves. It really doesn't need to be anything more than a smile, which beams like a star and connects us all in this great constellation. I remember when I visited Japan in 2019, I was just thinking about being the dude, the chill dude at the front desk who um, at our hostel in Tokyo. And I wondered what it would be like to live here instead of just passing through. What it would be like not to feel the pressure of having to do so much every day and pack as much in as little time as possible, but just have days like being in that office building, just gazing upon endless earth and just wondering about life and taking things slow. Now I'm here and some things have changed, but I'm still me and I'm just dancing with life. I still feel the pain in my body, the uncertainty in my mind and the doubt that we all undergo. This is what it means to be human. I wonder what I'm doing, where I'm headed every day. I fear that I'm not gonna make it to the next threshold, even though I really don't know what that means. Will I be an English teacher like this forever? Will I be writing just for the love of it forever, just online? I really don't know. And I do think about it a lot because it is scary not to know. The only way that I'm going to discover what happens is by going by trying every day and taking one step at a time. Fear has its grip on all of us. And that fear could have stopped me from taking this step and moving to Japan because it's scary to move across the world when you don't know how things are gonna work out. What if you don't like it? I was often asked. Then at least I know, and I'll never regret not coming here. Where are you then? Well, I've discovered something new instead of being stuck. That in itself is definitely a victory. Knowing that I tried supersedes any doubt that I feel. I'm here to have the adventure of my life. That brings with it joy just as much as pain. The adventure we're all bored to have and feels right to us. That's what I'm doing here. I'm not saying you have to move to the other side of the world to have the adventure of your life. I think you know what that means to you. Stray from the shore. Do what scares you. Face fear and smile. Shed a tear if you must. Sometimes you don't have to be so strong. Talking about pain for me is definitely tough because I constantly grapple with what it means to be strong. Biggest thing that I've been dealing with over the last probably six years now is back pain. That kind of took over my life when I was 22 and just has not ever stopped. Seen countless doctors and every sort of physician, but nothing has solved the problem and I consider it a blessing in many ways as it's given me much greater perspective of what people go through 
and just the ability to feel compassion for other people because we all are definitely going through something. Over the last week or so, I've been reading a lot about pain, not seeking it out, but just feels like fate how these topics have come into my life. I started the book Discipline is Destiny by Ryan Holiday, which is fantastic. He's one of my favorite authors, kind of the modern teacher of Stoicism, which is this ancient philosophy. And I've been listening to Letters from a Stoic, which are letters from Seneca. And at the same time, they both discuss this topic of pain. And in the last two weeks, I have been feeling more pain than usual in my back. And, you know, I got here in Japan, I was pushing, you know, going balls to the wall, working out hard, riding a ton, doing everything. And, you know, something that I continue to deal with and have to learn is just how to slow down, how to listen to my body and how to really persevere through that. But maybe not in ways that I imagined before, like sheerly, sheerly, that's a word, just pushing through it. So I've decided this last week just to stop working out, just to let my body rest a bit and see how that affects it. And, you know, like what I've been reading from the books is how to overcome pain, how to just some of the greatest people in history have dealt with just crippling pain and overcame it. And I know that is a fact and that's part of life. And most of the time I am just working through it and smiling despite the pain. A quote from Discipline is Destiny that really struck a chord. We will taste pain on this journey. That's a fact. We will be given a million opportunities to stop and a million reasons why that's okay. But we can't, and it's not. We keep going. We put our butt in the chair. We will not be deterred. So like I was saying, just these kind of getting these perspectives of pain of just keep going, keep pushing through it. You just have to deal with it. But I wonder when it is okay to sometimes pull back, put your foot on the brake, listen to yourself and not need to just push through that wall, but really just let yourself be chill for a while and just listen instead of just pushing through. And that can be the toughest thing for me personally. But in this past week, when I have just been thinking about what it means to be strong, what it means to have to push through this thing, it has just taught me a lot about the importance of taking time just to stop and to think. And at the very least, what I'm seeing from just stopping and taking time to do other things is I love obviously to do other things. So in the morning, my mornings are freed up to pursue other things that I love and use my energy elsewhere. And, you know, I'm just going on a, a walk instead of going to the gym and that feels good and spending more time writing and putting my energy into something that makes me feel good and takes my mind off of what I'm struggling with. So I think that is something really important that when you are dealing with something, you know, it's easy for me to just be like, is this going to be like this forever? Am I going to just degenerate, you know, my back until I'm an old man and just barely walk? And obviously I can't think like that. That is just, there's no real reason for it. And I have to believe it will get better. What does help a lot is just going to something that I truly love, which is writing and just writing about what I'm dealing with, writing about just other things that distract me. And kind of what ties this whole concept together is thinking about other people too. You know, I think it is our, our common struggles which really unite us all. And even though, you know, being in that high rise building and looking out upon endless faces and masses of people and all these things happening, 
we all have that capacity to bring light into each other's lives and to lessen that pain, which really does lessen it in ourselves. And that really is nothing more than just sharing a smile, a compliment to a stranger. You know, I, I say these things a lot, but it's what I try to challenge myself to do every day. It doesn't have to be this this massive thing that, you know, you pat yourself on the back because you did such a great job and went out of your way and did this huge favor. It could be nothing but a smile to somebody as you pass them on the street because you just do not know how bad they need it. And kind of another story that I just liked from Discipline is Destiny is the Queen of England. You know, she passed away recently. Rest in peace. And I did not know much about her, but one of my favorite shows was The Crown, which was an epic show. And he talks about the Queen of England having pretty much this kind of stoicism. You know, she was born in the 1920s and lived for, I don't know, probably served for like 80 years or something. Check my math there, but from a very young age. And she had the, she didn't get to do much in her career. Like she didn't have much control over the country, but she was that figurehead that everybody looked to for strength because she was kind of the quiet, stoic one who didn't have to say much, but just commanded your attention and respect. And she would had traveled constantly, had an insane travel schedule. She would stand for eight hours at a time and would never make a move or never complain. And she would always find ways to find something interesting in the most mundane or boring of situations. Here's a quote from the book that I thought was cool. Temperance is also the ability to adjust, to make good of any situation, to find the opportunity to grow and improve in any situation, and to be able to do this with equanimity and poise, even initiative and joy. Because what other choice do we have? She, you know, the Queen of England was kind of put into the position of queen, which, you know, we might think that it's a, it'd be a lot of fun to be the queen or you know, it'd be a glamorous life, which of course, in many ways it was, but it is damn hard work to have that much pressure and to have to put up with so much. But she made the best of her situation time and time again. She found joy even in it, in the most mundane and who knows what she had to deal with. But that was her purpose and she made the absolute best of it. So, you know, I'm dealing with this pain in my body, but what is it going to do to complain about it or you know, let it stop me from enjoying this life and enjoying other things that I love to do. Because from the book, Discipline is Destiny, when you find what you're meant to do, you do it. And I will continue on. I will continue smiling. I will continue finding joy in every damn day. So maybe it is our vulnerabilities which connect us as they shine light into those imperceptible places we all feel within our bones. Our vulnerabilities make us stronger than we can possibly understand. It's really what we share that I think is the most beautiful. The ability to watch the setting sun. We are never alone in that. We all feel that color change, the light shift, the cold fall like a blanket upon the city. The neon lights begin to glow. I hope this episode inspires you a little bit to just listen to yourself and what you truly want to do, how your body, you know, is making you feel and what it's telling you and to just enjoy it, you know, enjoy the pain, enjoy the suffering, enjoy wherever it is that you are doing because it's important. You might not think it is, but 
you know, the life you're living is important. So see it that way. And if you did enjoy this episode, please follow us on Instagram, <laughs> Dare to Dream Brand on Instagram. My Instagram is Vincent Van Patten. And you can follow Mr. Grego at Gregory Russell Benedict. And if you did enjoy this episode or this podcast, makes your day a little bit brighter, please leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you want us to continue doing this, which brings so much joy into our lives, then we would love to build this thing together and learn from you, the audience. And I hope you can learn a thing or two from us and our experience. So thank you. Love y'all. <laughs>